0: Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of Teas Takes. I'm your host, T, and uh, this is another 20-something with a fucking opinion. So, let's start things off with uh, a little bit about myself. Currently a law student, working full-time, and uh, living in Toronto. So I just want to take a second to first of all thank anyone for listening because I'm probably forcing you to listen because there's no way anybody's going to listen to this by choice. I've also set up an email for anybody who has uh, anything they want me to talk about, anything they want to hear my opinion on, or if you just want to tell me to go fuck myself. It's T-E-A-S-T-A-K-E-S at gmail.com. That's takes at gmail.com. Kind of a play on T. -t 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 Sipping tea, the letter T, you know, all that tea shit. So this podcast is going to be basically my weekly, hopefully more frequently than that. But for now, we're going to aim for weekly rants, discussions, stories from my life, my work, my studies. Uh, I'll try not to talk about work because that shit's depressing. So today, I'm not going to call it a resolution because it's something I should be doing all the time. I used to do it more frequently, and I think it just kind of happened to coincide with New Year's this year, or at least that's what I'm telling myself so that I don't seem like a resolutioner, but today for the first time in a long time, I went back to the gym. I was in a pretty like solid regimen before for months where I was going to the gym you know, three or four times a week, and I feel like you get into those routines and you kind of trick yourself and you think that you're in that shape still even though you haven't been in six months so today I went and uh first of all it was packed with all these resolutioners and I don't want to be one of those people that's why I'm trying to I guess convince myself that I'm not a resolutioner and I mean about that not that there's anything wrong with making a new year's resolution or trying to do that but I just think people who make it a new year's resolution to do something super stereotypical like go to the gym that shit is not going to follow through And in six months, you're going to be the lazy fuck that you are right now. Except you're going to be a little bit poorer because now you've spent your money at the gym. And then you're even too lazy to fucking cancel your gym membership. Which is what they're really banking on. They don't want you to be fit. They want you to be the lazy fuck that doesn't go to the gym. Doesn't even fucking waste your time to go and cancel your gym membership. But they also want to trick you into thinking that they want you to be that like healthy person. And then every time you see that $35 a month or whatever it is come out of your account, you're going to look at it and be like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to go to the gym. And that's supposed to be your motivation, which kind of takes me on a random aside as well, where my work now pays for my gym membership. But for the longest time, they offered that, and I never took up, took the, the company up on it because I always thought that seeing the money come out of my account was a motivator for me and was going to force me to go to the gym, but it's not. If you're not going to force yourself to go to the gym, losing $35 is not going to force you. That's the worst, worst motivator I've ever heard of in my life. That's the dumbest thing I've ever tried to convince myself of. So anyways, all the way back to where we started here, I went to the gym today and it was packed. And me being me, I thought that I could just pick up and continue my workouts that I've been doing like I didn't not go to the gym for eight months. So... I decided that I wanted to start with cardio because I felt, felt that that was the easiest way to get back into the routine. And I don't like running. I hate running so much and I don't understand how people do it. I mean, kudos to you if that's your... Actually, no, not kudos to you. Fuck you. Why are you running? W- what what where are you running from? What are you running to? What is the point? Explain to me. Oh, it makes me feel good. No, it doesn't make you feel good, you fucking idiot. There are ways that you can do Shit. Do other workouts that are going to make you feel good. Where you don't get fucking shin splints. and You don't get runner's colitis. Do you know what runner's colitis is? It's when people run so much that they shit blood. They literally shit blood. Like, don't tell me that that makes you feel good. And I'm not trying to hate on you if that is your workout routine. That's what you do to stay fit. You just do to stay healthy. That's cool. If you want to do that, you know, you run 10, 15 kilometers. I don't think that's a crazy amount. I think I'm talking about people who are running like marathons on a regular basis. Like, there's nothing healthy about that. You're literally, like, dam- doing damage to your body. Like, you're going to Oscar Pistarious yourself by the time you're 45. And that's not trying to say that all runners are going to lock their wives in their bathroom and then murder them. I'm trying to say that you're going to have no legs. Alright, so now that I've offended some people, let me hop back to my story. So I hop in the gym. Hop in the gym, on the treadmill, running. And, uh, thinking that I know what I'm doing... Obviously, I do not know what I'm doing, and by the time I've been running for 8 minutes, I feel like I'm going to pass the fuck out, but I don't want to be that wimp who just gives up after, you know, 8 minutes on the treadmill, so I go over to a bike. I try to go on the bike for a little bit, I wander around the gym a little bit, go back on the treadmill again for another, like, 10-12 minutes, and by this time, I've wasted enough time that it's basically time for me to head to work. So I head over to the showers, whatever, I'm good, and the whole time... I'm in the showers, I'm like, man, I am dying, I can't believe how out of shape I am, I'm so bad right now. And then, obviously, there's these people in the gym who fucking live there, like, get the fuck out of there, go home, take a nap, you know, eat a fucking cheeseburger one day. But no, not this guy, he's fucking jacked as shit, just showing off the fact that I'm winded after 12 minutes on the treadmill. And then... This is pretty embarrassing. I end up like fucking hobbling to the bathroom. And obviously, it's a public bathroom in a change room. So it's just sort of open room, you know? There's not like a, a closed room. You're not, there's no privacy. You're in the stall, which, is, if the, you want to call that privacy, is fucking nothing, you know? You got a fucking half inch door with two feet at the bottom that's completely open. Also, an inch and a half gap through the seams everyone can see you, everyone can hear you, and obviously I'm woozy, I'm dying, because I'm so out of shape, and I realized that I need to puke, because I'm not out of shape, and I'm sitting there, like, trying to silently puke, and I don't know how you even manage this, like, there's, there's no way that everybody in that room did not know that I was vomiting, every single person in there Was 100% aware. Like how do you silently puke? I'm like. Come on. Everybody hears that. Everybody knows exactly what you're doing. You fucking loser. Which is even worse. So now my. Oh look at me. I know what I'm doing. Workout has lasted all of 12 minutes. Not including the extra 5 minutes of me. Trying to covertly vomit in the bathroom. Like I'm not dying. Uh, and now I'm late for work because of that extra five minutes because obviously I didn't wake up early enough to actually do a full workout or anything like that because I'm a fucking lazy piece of shit. So that, you know, me trying to save or trying to justify my $35 going to good life every month has, you know, resulted in me almost dying and puking my guts out in the bathroom And then uh, now I'm just telling all of you about why I hate people who run for fun, you know. And that's probably why I'm probably just bitter about that. But also fuck them and fuck running because it's fucking stupid and it's a waste of everyone's time. So we're going to move on a little bit further in my day now. And uh, I have a very rigid poop schedule. I don't know how well you people know me if you're listening to this, but I poop every day, twice a day at least. If I'm lucky, three times a day, but almost always twice a day at about ten fifteen, and again at about two o'clock. So my my poop schedule is on point every day. It's like clockwork. And I'm lucky because on my floor, there's not very many guys on the floor at all. There's very few guys who work in my office and then there's really only two offices on our floor. So there's maybe, you know. Eight guys sharing a whole bathroom, whereas with the women's bathroom, there's probably 45 women sharing that bathroom, so it sucks for them. But I always have, you know, my time. I have the prime stall that I get to use. You go in there, you take your time, you build a little nest, you sit down, you know, and you make a nice little 12 minute break because you gotta poop on company time and you gotta take your time. Obviously, you're not rushing for the boss. So, you're probably thinking to yourself, what the hell, why is this kid telling me about his poop schedule? That's fucking weird. And I didn't sign up for that on the podcast. Obviously, you didn't sign up for that. I don't care what you signed up for. But, today, I'm in there, and this guy comes in, and he just walks to the sink. And you can see him, because again, these toilets, this I don't know, North American stalls always have like, a two inch gap along the side of the door all the time where you can fully see exactly what's going on. Like there's no privacy in a stall. So this guy was just standing at the sink for like a good, you know, two, three minutes. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I kind of peeped through and this guy is sitting there brushing his teeth. He has a toothbrush in his mouth in a public bathroom. With and this, yo, know, this dude even brought a little overnight bag, like he was going to his girlfriend's house or something. And he has a little baggie with some mouthwash and a toothbrush and toothpaste. For I guess he brushes his teeth every day after lunch. Because again, I took my my second poop a little bit early today, so I must have eaten something weird yesterday. But like, what the fuck is wrong with people? What is going through your fucking head that makes you think? that it's okay for you to brush your teeth in public when there's a very good possibility that somebody is sitting, you know, less than four feet away from you taking a shit. That's like if somebody was shitting in your bathroom at home and you stood next to them and brushed your teeth. And Maybe that wouldn't, that would even be less weird because you would know that person, hopefully. I I don't know. I don't have stranger shit in my bathroom. I don't know about you. But you would presumably know who that person is. So it wouldn't be as weird. It'd still be fucking weird and you're gross. But it might, wouldn't be as weird as this guy who totally brushed his teeth next next to a fucking perfect stranger, i.e., me taking a dump. Like, is your dental hygiene that important, sir? and like i said there's like eight guys on the floor so you could have just walked in seen that somebody was in there pooping and then been like oh you know what i'm going to you know sneak out and come back in 10 15 5 minutes who knows the bathroom's going to be empty eventually you know you couldn't have had to brush your teeth that badly i can guarantee you that toothbrushing is never that urgent it's never that much of an emergency unless this guy ate literal shit Which maybe he did because he likes to fucking brush his teeth next to people who take shits. I don't know. And then he had an appointment or, you know, a meeting with his fucking direct superior who already hates his guts. I'm just trying to figure out what's wrong with this person's, like, life, you know? Obviously, if you're bringing a toothbrush to work, there's definitely something wrong with you in the head. And I'm just assuming that nobody likes him. He probably has no friends at work, and that's why he brushes his teeth every day, which he probably thinks, oh, yeah, I'll brush my teeth, and then people will like me because my breath won't smell like ass anymore. But they don't, he doesn't realize that actually brushing his teeth at work makes everybody think that he's a fucking serial killer, even more so than they already think so. That they already think so? What a fucking stupid phrasing that is. I can't be the only one who thinks that there's definitely something wrong with this guy. And I can't believe that nobody in his life has told him, you know, you don't bring a fucking overnight bag to work and brush your teeth with it. Or brush your teeth at work. It's not that important. There's no way. And I know that this wasn't a one-off because I've seen him doing it before. And on top of that, he looks like his name is probably Chad or Chet or David or something like that. So I'm pretty sure he's not eating anything, you know, that's giving him bad breath or anything with wild spices or anything like that like this guy looks like the spiciest he gets is uh like salt and pepper and that's pretty much where he gets all of his spices from there's no marinades no no real flavor in this guy's food dave does not eat anything crazy like that so basically the moral of the story is that this guy uh i'm pretty sure you know he kills people and keeps them in his basement And then he, you know, trims their hair and nails and keeps them looking pretty. And that's, uh, that's what Dave does on his free evenings. And, uh, he probably runs a lot too. He's probably a fucking big fan of running. I bet that's what he does. Unless, you know, if, if you think this is totally normal, let me know. But I'm pretty sure it's not. And I'm pretty sure that, uh, Dave is a fucking weirdo who likes running and tells people. And now that brings us to our third and final segment rant discussion of the day, and this is one that I've ranted about to my friends many times in the past, um, on different levels, but the, I think the, the, the seed that planted my fucking feelings about this comes from the book, or if you want to call it book, the trash trilogy trilogy the fucking garbage waste of everyone's time that is The Hunger Games. And for those of you who are have been living under a fucking rock and don't know what The Hunger Games is, it's where there's some fucking post-apocalyptic shit where they send fucking kids into, I don't know, fucking deathmatch, and they fight to the death. And then one girl volunteers to go into this death match to save her sister, who's been chosen. And they're both from this fucking poor-ass area. And then, oh, she wins, and everybody feels all good. And then the trilogy continues, and basically it gets all fucked up. But the whole point, the whole premise of the story begins with this one girl trying to save her little sister. Katniss is the girl who goes in, Prim is the girl who was initially chosen, and then her sister volunteers and saves her from going in. So everything that follows this story is a direct response to trying to save this girl's life. Everything that this story is, and every point in this story is a direct result of trying to save her life. And then, when you're about twenty pages from the end of the third book, and you've wasted all your fucking time reading these three books, this fucking psychotic writer murders this little fucking girl. And you got to be really fucking sick in the head to write a book, or to write anything, or to to plan something, and know full well that at the end of it, you are going to murder someone. For the sole purpose of evoking a, an emotion, you you're not progressing your storyline. You're not like the book was fucking over. You know that that the the whole fucking thing we were in the final stages, and it's not like her death did anything other than advance. It actually didn't advance anything. Her death was completely pointless. Literally, anybody could have been in her position and died. And nothing in, about that story would have changed in the slightest. So basically, my rant here is that... And so the, the writer makes you feel... They, they use this lazy cop-out of killing a child to try and evoke emotions in the reader. And I think it's, it's not only lazy, it's, it's fucked in the head. Because you need to really be a sick type of person to to make someone feel an emotion about a child and then kill them for no apparent reason. There's nothing... You're not contributing to the story. It's not like, you know, Prim is the little girl's name. It's not like Prim was doing something or trying to you know help in some way and then she died in a heroic fashion no the writer makes you believe that this girl has a future and she's going to be a nurse and then when she goes to help people who have been bombed the writer bombs this little girl that's right she bombs a little girl who was a nurse who basically has come from the beginning of the stories has come from nothing poverty They've overthrown the government, they're in the midst of, you know, they're about to win the war, and her death doesn't change the war at all, it doesn't make her side more powerful, it doesn't make her side avenge her death in any way, they're already on the cusp of winning, when the writer fucking murders a little girl who had a future, you know, and now. She's made you, she's wasted three books. Basically, if you would have just fucking killed this little girl three books ago, the story would have been over in 18 pages. That's it. And now, you waited until the final 18 pages just to try and evoke some emotion from your readers. Because you're a lazy fuck who really doesn't know how to write a story at all. And what gets me is that even if you took this girl out of the story from the beginning, there's no movie, there's no story, nobody gives a shit. But because you put this girl in, you've made people care about her. Then you take her from poverty and you give her a future, you give her, you know, you make people think that she's going to grow up, she's going to be a nurse, she's going to be more than she ever could have become under you know, the old regime, and wow, you know, isn't that fucking great, and instead of just letting people feel good about their fucking day for five minutes, you have to fucking kill a little girl, why couldn't you have killed the main character, who gives a shit about Katniss, fucking kill her, not her little sister, her little sister didn't do shit, she was just a fucking kid who tried to change her life, you know, and then you fucking murder her for nothing, you know, fuck you, and fuck that book, and fuck the Hunger Games. I don't even know what the fucking author's name is anymore. But I'm going to look that shit up just so I can tell her to fuck all the way off. What's her fucking name? Or his fucking name? What's the author's fucking name? Suzanne Collins. You fucking lazy bitch. You just killed a little kid for nothing. And nobody likes you. And you have no friends. And you probably like to fucking run to I hope you run until you get runner's colitis and shit blood. That's what I think about you. And on that lovely note, we're out for the day. Thank you for listening. Uh, If you have any comments, please send me an email. Teastakes at gmail.com T-E-A-S T-A-K-E-S at gmail.com Thanks again. See you later.